0: Hello and welcome to that film to I'm Jason and I'm Luke. In this episode we've got
1: another movie review and this time we're looking at Chaos Walking. Directed by Doug Lyman. Chaos Walking is the dystopian action sci-fi film starring Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. The movie is in cinemas now but if you haven't watched Chaos Walking yet and you want to, go watch it first before listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. Based on the sci-fi trilogy of the same name, Chaos
0: Walking adapts the first book, 2008's The Knife of Never Letting Go
1: by Tra- Patrick Ness. Luke, you have the plot. In the not-too-distant future, Todd Hewitt, and you will hear that name a lot, <laughs> Hewitt, played by Tom Holland, discovers Viola, played by Daisy Ridley, a mysterious girl who crash-lands on his planet, where all the men are afflicted by The noise a force, not a Star Wars reference, that outs all their thoughts <laughs> on display. When Viola's life is threatened by the town folk led by their mayor, played by Mads Mikkelsen, Todd vows to protect her.
0: I am Todd Hewitt. I am Todd Hewitt. <laughs> I am Todd Hewitt. <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah. I, I had no idea what this movie was going to be. I had no idea it was based on a young adult novel, Or series of books, I just knew. Hey, look, it's Spider Man and Ray from Star Wars in a movie together. It's sci-fi. I'm sure it'll be fun. Yeah, no, I was the same. Like, I think I might have watched, like,
0: seen the trailer or something once. You know, like months and months and months ago. Probably, I possibly years ago. I don't know. With all delays, it could that could have been the case. Hey, it could have been. I remembered. Could have been years ago. Because like, there were like delays with this
1: release, wasn't it? Like and production, they went back into. Well, Tom Holland he missed the Avengers Endgame premiere because he was doing reshoots for this movie. Oh, that was a shocking. while ago. Yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Um,
0: what was I saying? Well, yeah, like going into the the movie, like I just I knew we we're, were reviewing it, so I was like, let's just watch it. Didn't know the premise, didn't know anything except like yourself. We've got a we've got a Peter Parker and a, and a Ray
1: Skywalker. Can we? Is that what we call her? Is that? I mean, it's a minor spoiler for the
0: <laughs> for the movie. That's Rages all right, of
1: Skywalker. Ah, not
0: important. But anyway, I guess the the main appeal to uh, of this movie to I guess to the general audience or someone who thinks they might want to be watching it is I guess the the premise. The whole thing is that okay, we're on we're on some like new planet somewhere, you know, in the future. Um, you know, there's a new colony of people established, but it's all men, no women at first, there's no women that we see. And for some reason, um, everyone's thoughts are on display. You can hear every thought that someone has, unless they can suppress it or they've got some sort of control over it. But yeah, generally speaking, the thoughts are on on display. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much. The, the sci-fi
1: aspect of of this movie. Here we are, middle of March, and I realised as I was getting ready to watch this movie, the first time I've been to the cinema this year, which is very yeah. is very strange for me. I've normally you know seen quite a few films by now.
0: Yeah, no, the same for for myself. I, I did have tickets to see uh, what was it that um. Wrong Turn, um, or I think WA got hit by lockdown um, on the on the day of that happening. So yeah,
1: it didn't happen. So yeah, this was the first for me as well. Quick sidebar, because I know we're not going to review it. I watched the new Wrong Turn movie, and I've got to say, did not like it. Did Do you know not what? like it?
0: I kind of enjoyed at all. it.
1: No, as a not to be taken too seriously. Like it was it's kind not, of, it was pretty epic. No, like, it's not even for a, that. For movie. No, no. Do you know what? Call it something else. Because it's... I, no, it's too different. I don't want to spoil it. This is not a review of one Yeah, term. it could have just I, been a different movie. It could have been. There's enough differences. But it's the same writer, the guy created that first series of films. Chaos Walking, though, let's get back on that. Chaos Walking, so that's right. I'm going to the movies to watch this. And the time I was going for, they're only showing it on the biggest screen, which is quite (laughs) expensive. I was thinking, oh, well, okay, because I've not been for a while, so I'll pay a little bit extra to see this movie. Again, not seeing the trailer, not knowing what it was going to be. Seeing their thoughts on show, immediately irritated the hell out of me. I thought, I'm not going to enjoy this because I'm already frustrated by what I'm seeing on screen. And this is going to be something they're going to carry on throughout the whole movie. Because it's the premise. As I just say, you see the noise. So you found yourself getting
0: pretty annoyed by it? It To begin with,
1: I thought, I don't want this. I really don't want this. Tom Holland is a very charming actor. And I've mainly seen him in Marvel movies, if I'm honest. But what I've seen I've liked. Fortunately, his character, and for the most part, over the longer part, I should say, I thought his name was actually Tom. And realize that it's <laughs> Todd. More so when I mean, he referred to How many to times himself. did he have to did he have to say Todd? All the characters <laughs> saying his name. It was I was hearing it as Tom, but then yeah, like he keeps saying his name, it's Todd Hewitt. So he did win me over in this film, playing this character, and you're seeing the noise. And after a while, I was able to go for it. But before any yeah, think... further, I just want to say that the movie <laughs> in itself, right? It reminded me of like an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation or maybe Stargate SG-1. It felt like one of those stories. It felt like an expensive looking episode of one of those TV shows. So that was in my mind a lot of the time and then just trying to not get irritated by seeing the noise. But again, I did eventually go with that.
0: Yeah. Now, like, I'm, I'm sort of the same. I was like, okay, because there's lots of like, there's lots of thoughts i guess and it's like people are repeating things and they're saying a lot of stuff and sometimes it's just like it's just so much and i guess it's like you're meant to feel that sort of annoyance because like if you were living amongst these characters that's what you would be experiencing as well but yeah you're right like tom holland's character like his charm the sort of um the innocence of his character as well there's lots of there's, there's like a sweetness to like the thoughts that he's having the him trying to sort of cover up and hide some thoughts and then obviously when daisy ridley's character is introduced and it's like he basically just becomes a boy who's you know meeting a girl for the first time which is literally what's happening but you know he's trying to hide you know like he's spurting out thoughts like blonde pretty oh it's a girl um you know like maybe she'll kiss me I mean, weird things like that and I think there was a lot of a, little, a lot of humor that came from from his character and his thoughts and the awkwardness I guess from from that aspect of it
1: and those moments like, as well I like those you yeah, know I, I did too and there's quite a few people in my screening and you know the audience laughed like you know a lot of what Holland was doing, you know, he was getting a good response from the audience and the laughing, you know, when the character's embarrassing themselves or he's, you know, he's saying things that he doesn't necessarily want her to hear. You know, I was looking into this and found that in those original novels, the characters are a lot younger. Because I was yeah, surprised...
0: Yeah, they like teenagers, yeah. Yeah,
1: so they're a lot younger. And Tom Holland has got to, what, early, early 20s, maybe? Sure, yeah. But still a lot older. Than what the characters would have been, because I thought this type of movie, and again based on YA novels, it wasn't overly complicated. It was predictable. Like when the women were all gone and they were blaming the natives, like, my immediate thought was the men did it. You're introduced to <laughs> Mads Mickelson, he's the buddy. It's yeah. very and again not seeing any trailers. Simple. It's very simple. Well, that's, but that's with it being, but with it being YA though. I'll, it kind of explains why, when he's fantasizing about her, we're only really seeing a kiss, which I thought was the right choice for this movie. Like, it didn't go anything beyond that. But then right, it, yeah. you do think. But then, if it's an adaptation of characters a lot younger, that really does make sense. Like, the furthest is still going to push it with his visuals or his thoughts. The kiss.
0: So, when watching this movie, obviously not knowing anything about. Um, you know the source material the fact that it was based on these books or the fact that they were YA novels whilst watching it you know it probably took about 20 minutes and in my mind I was like why does this feel like a YA kind of movie you know it felt like in the realm of Hunger Games or Maze Runner or Divergent or whatever else there is I was like "It's, it's in that kind of it just everything sort of fits like you said the fact that the mayor is the bad guy um you know of course the whatever the men have been saying like they're the ones that were have like left them these characters sort of in this predicament um at one point though i was curious because you know they're they'll mentioning you know the, these native creatures these well, aliens to us but i guess they were the native creatures i was worried that this was kind of kind of go down like a Pocahontas Fern Gully avatar kind of route where it was going to be about uh, and this it very much could be you know movie 2 or movie 3 if we ever got to those um, and maybe that's what happens in the book but yeah I was I was worried that the movie was just going to be about sort of oh it turns out that you know the men pillage the the native creatures and you know the the and we kind of get a hint that that's pretty much what happened but it doesn't delve into that it stays focused on on these two, and even though, like you said, older than what they're portrayed in the book, they're still young characters, and that's obviously more of that YA sort of novel
1: movie kind of feel. But... You know, you give those examples of movies based on YA novels. I've you seen, seen any of, of them. them. Not yeah, one. On. Not Watch one.
0: Games, mate. I'm into it.
1: I know, all of them. That's the one that I would be more tempted to watch. And that's why I realised watching this movie its what it felt like. I thought, oh, I don't normally do these. But I thought, you know, I'm here now. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've already paid my
0: exorbitant amount of money. I'm here. I'm not walking out. <laughs> but, over, you know, apart from being a YA novel, you know, film... You know, it's quite a heavy sci-fi. You've already like compared it to, you know, an episode of Star Trek: Next Gen, or definitely, yeah, it
1: definitely, it definitely has that feel. But again, there's a lot of. It's just, it's just so predictable. That's that's what I really, I really struggled with. And you know, we've talked about it before, trying to stay away from trailers because we don't want to know what's going to happen because they can sometimes show too much in those trailers. But watching the movie.
0: Like,
1: uh, I, I know what's coming. It's really basic. So you've got yeah. Daisy Ridley, and she, her character is uh, saying that, I can't stay here. She meets a boy. I want to leave. And I'm not going to stop until I leave. Again, she's met a boy. <laughs> and she decides <laughs> she's going to stay with a boy. And, of course, her people are going to come here too. And for the men, that's going to change their lives dramatically because of the noise, but I was thinking, well, I think they're going to end up together because it's that kind of story.
0: Yeah. and is very predictable. I mean, they don't, they're not like together at the end, but it's like it's set up for them to be. They are together. They're not husband and wife or anything, but they are together.
1: Do they even kiss at the end?
0: They, they're, they're holding hands. I think they're holding yeah, hands. So
1: they're holding hands at the end. Again, YA. How many times are we going to say <laughs> <laughs> That's them showing intimacy. They're holding hands. Did you yeah. know that, that good gag earlier where... I, and I, I fell for it. I've got to be honest. I'm saying it's predictable. I fell for it where they were kissing, but it wasn't really happening. It's just what he was seeing. I, I thought they were going to do more with how he uses the noise Bit. oh there's a Jonah's brother in this at the beginning, and he, yeah. he uses the the serpent, the snake. And I thought as the movie progressed, we were going to see more of that. And yeah, like they'd be line, like some like like a mind yeah, battle or something. Just like but the I guess mayor, like the mayor, like he can put up the um, like the fence. And I thought yeah. we were going to see more of more of that, but they didn't really lean in. But, but I suppose
0: I suppose like with that. They are literally illusions. So if you know that... Yeah. I mean, they did stuff with, um, you know, one of Todd's dads, uh, Ben. Yeah, he like,
1: made immediate look as though
0: Viola yeah, was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were still playing with that. Um, but I think when you know, like, you know, there's no point creating a, like a monster or something
1: to fight something if you know that it's just not real. Because you just stand there and be like... Well, the man did cool. it not. The mayor really believed that Viola was coming out, and he was meant yeah, in to that be instant, one of the guys like, that uh, uh, manipulated or controlling the noise. Yeah, and the preacher, nutcase. He was an interesting. Oh, interesting you know, character. yeah, that
0: character from the first time you
1: meet him, you just want to slap him to like. Yeah, but, but, I don't know. He's demise. He demise He was an interesting character. I quite liked him as a character, just because it was a, a bit of a, a bit of a dick start to finish and he was an <laughs> instigator in in attacking the women and just with his character being a man of god like he just he could no longer hear the voice of god and he was it dr- was drowned out by by other men in the village and he mm. drove him mad essentially so like his noise is red and fire so visually it looked pretty cool especially when he's on horseback i suppose yeah it was something different to his character um
0: we eventually discover that the, you know there are other colonies on this planet, and there are women and children and all sorts, um, which obviously like plays into the fact that you know like Todd's you know little village colony of their men and stuff, obviously all just uh, built on lies, all that kind of stuff. So there's in this movie, there's lots of there's lots of world building. There's lots of, hey, this is happening. This is the situation. They, they go into a lot of stuff, which is all sort of set up. And then, like you said, you know, Daisy Ridley's character, her people eventually, like, arrive, which was kind of the whole point. Um, and then they've started to set up. And, you know, Mads Mikkelsen's, he's out of there. He's gone. He's fallen into the ruins of the Death Star. I mean, the spaceship that was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like you know, it's all it's all sort of neatly. There's lots of stuff sort of told to us and explained, and it's all sort of wrapped up nicely, ready for, I guess, book number two, movie number
1: two. I mean, I, I don't think we will.
0: I it's, mean, it's, put it
1: this way, put it this way: even if the studio does, I won't. I was thinking again the comparisons to TV. If this was a TV pilot, I wouldn't watch any more.
0: Potentially, if this doesn't work out, which yeah, it, it might not, um you know, could they could they turn it into a TV series afterwards? You know, recast Tom Holland, recast Daisy Ridley. I mean, they could
1: actually just they could maybe turn it into a TV show. I wouldn't watch? Who knows?
0: Yeah, just to just to finish up. Like to be honest, like we'll get to our rating in a second. But it's like I didn't mind this movie, and you know, if they if they did a second one, I'd, I'd check it out. That's where that's where I'm at. That's all I'll say for now. Um, but, yeah, like, you can clearly see that this is, this is installment number one in, you know, obviously there's three books. I'm assuming there's going to be three movies or they'll split the fourth, the third movie into two movies. You know what I mean? That's what they do with well, That's Well,
1: <laughs> that's what it seems to do with Harry Potter. And I suppose, yeah, they do with... They did it with Game's Twilight. Done. They did it with Hunger yeah. Games. Oh, Twilight. Yeah, that was another... I've actually seen the first Twilight. Yeah, when it first um, came out to rent, my wife what? And I was curious.
0: Well, it's not—it's not horrible. It's not, uh, like, it's not horrible. I mean, not for me, but it's—you know—it's not the worst thing.
1: No. But my wife and I was watching it. We just turned to each other and said, "We should just watch Lost Boys instead. Just go back and watch <laughs> Lost Boys if you want to see teenage vampires. Like Joel Schumacher perfected it back in the eighties. It's been yeah. done.
0: It's done. We don't need it anymore. <laughs> don't need it anymore." There are I mean there we mentioned the natives that are like the the creatures that are in this movie. They're talked about quite a bit. We see one in one scene and that's it. Yeah. So I mean again, it's like it's a what lot of stuff yeah. set up for future instalments. And I guess if you don't get those future instalments, it makes this movie seem kind of like it didn't really deliver on a lot of stuff that it set up. Which, you know. Again, like, if you get movie two and movie three, it's sort of like, oh, they set up so much stuff and the X and it's all paid off. But without it, this movie kind of,
1: it's a bit hollow. Because it is all... My takeaway, seeing that native, it was more of a budget thing, I thought. That's why we can show it for this sequence, but we can't really show much more than that. And again, that's what happened on TV. Look at the (laughs) budget... They spend yeah. all their budget on all the all the noise. On all the noise, yeah, which you know yeah, I mean it's a constant <laughs> yeah. visual effect, isn't it? But it's funny because sometimes our see...
0: sometimes I refer to visual effects as just like it's just noise. It's just visual <laughs> noise. This is literally, literally visual noise.
1: Literally, isn't this? Okay, yeah, so you do see a native, and it's let me say something positive here before we do we do our rating. Like it's very it's a male dominated society all the women have been driven out and then you've got Todd the scene of his dog is horrific oh. it really is with the priest oh. yeah. because it's 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 really really horrific you know how the dog gets taken out and this dog means so much to Todd but then he, he's brought up in a male society where you've got to be tough you've got to be a man you've got to be strong and he's really fighting back his emotional like because he's really sad. And he's got that scene and Daisy Ridley, she's comforting him and he's going, no, 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 I don't oh, care I'm... about that dog, don't care. But then yeah. he's seeing the dog and she's like, you know, he really was the best dog. And he's like, "Oh, he's the only dog you've ever met. And they have a moment and he has a tear. So that was a really, a really good moment where she was allowing him like, it's okay. It's okay to be sad. Whereas the society that he comes from that very much wasn't okay. So there was some interesting oh, things definitely, going yeah. on there. And he played it really well. And you know, Daisy Ridley as Viola. I've only really seen her as Ray. Have I seen anything else? She was in that Kenneth Branagh Proro movie. Was it Death on the Night? Oh yeah, the, No Murder uh, on that, the Orient Express. Murder on the Orient Express, yeah. She was in that. And but for the most part, Ray. And that's it. In this movie, you know, she plays it pretty well. With the orange dungarees and the blonde hair, it's not quite the same, but I was getting a Mila Djokovic feel from Fifth Element, although she's got white and <laughs> red hair. But I was just getting that kind of feel with the visuals. It was like an early Luke Besson-style uh, character. Uh, but she, yeah, she was fine in this, but I felt like Tom Holland was doing most of the heavy lifting. I think, the- yeah, like, he's the star and she's
0: more supporting but together i think they, they bounced off one they another did. and
1: yeah
0: pretty good did. chemistry and you get moments like you said they're like you know talking about the dog and stuff like that um but the bits where they're sort of you know like um he's got the that journal was it his mum's journal i think it was yeah and you know like he's telling her it's like actually oh, i'm not i can't read it you know like it's almost like he, he knows that like there's a bit of shame or something to it. And it's like, then
1: she's like, do you want me to read it for you? It's like, ah, oh, there's a lot of, and that was nice.
0: nice there's a lot of nice moments. Like that, that was
1: nice, but I was quite surprised. And whether it's because of the, the type of movie that it is, I didn't, when she said, i would drunk to read some to you, I thought, cause and it starts up when he was a baby. And I thought it was going to be a case of like going through. and She was going to select chapters or extracts and just read certain parts to him. She read the whole thing. It was like a pamphlet. It was a really <laughs> short journal. I was generally quite surprised by that. She got to the end, and that's it. That was her last entry. I thought, wow, she'd literally read the whole thing. Anyway, I, was
0: I mean, c- we might have got the we might have got the um, ab- uh, the abridged version. I <laughs> mean, she's it. saying
1: she read the whole thing I, again. Anyway
0: i don't know all right let's <laughs> let's write let's write uh chaos walking give me what you've got well
1: the, the best thing about this film is tom holland again daisy ridley also good in this movie i was irritated by the noise to begin with but then allowed myself to just go with it and there's some interesting ideas here which is what you want from sci-fi Um, Some pretty good action scenes. You've got Tom Holland jumping in the water. You've got this big squid thing. So there's moments of tension, action. But on the whole, I didn't really enjoy this movie, if I'm honest. And if I'm going to rate it out of five, I couldn't come in any higher than two. I got to say, I actually didn't really have much
0: issue with this like i think um i think part way through the movie i realized sort of what it was you know that, that why sort of thing and i i guess i give it a bit of a pass for that but you know, for the most part like i enjoyed i enjoyed the characters that were in it you know like tom holland daisy ridley even mads Mikkelsen, you know always makes a good villain except for that one star wars movie he was in where he wasn't the villain that was weird he was a good guy yeah, that was weird. But every other time, great villain. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. I enjoyed the ride. I I like the, the, the premise. It's something a little bit different. Um, you know, the only downside is that, you know, like I said, if we don't get those future movies, which we probably, probably won't, a lot of the stuff they set up here is kind of a waste of time. But, you know, given the benefit of the doubt, assuming there's more coming, you know, like, there's a lot of world building, yes, but you know it was a it was a fun little adventure, and you know I didn't really I didn't have a bad time, but I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a generous three out of five for okay, Chaos Walking. All right, so I've got some, looked up a little bit of trivia for this movie. Uh, so Tom Holland is a wow, he's just he's just a menace. He's just a menace to to have on your movie <laughs> production. Um, what have we got here? On the first week of filming, apparently Tom Holland broke his nose after getting punched in the face by a stuntman during a fight scene. Um, On the last day of filming, Tom Holland passed out and became unconscious on camera while performing a scene where he had to hold his breath underwater. And he also had his wisdom teeth pulled out um, at some point during filming and was uh, bedridden for four days. So that put a bit of a halt on things. Um, I think that's it. I think that's enough Tom Holland bashing that I've got here. But uh, yeah, so
1: a bit of a walking hazard, I guess. If I can jump on the bandwagon, I've got something to add. Something that I've found. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how, how the characters are depicted in this film are a lot older than they are in the novel. So they've got Tom Holland. He looks like a young guy anyway. He has sure. done everything I've seen him in, including Onward. His casual for the as well. They wanted him to look older. So, what they asked him to do is just stop shaving. And over the course of about five weeks, all he could grow was a thin striped goatee, so barely a sole patch, like a bit of fluff on his chin. To try and look Leave, the, leave the guy alone, man. Like, hey, I can, uh, you started. I can relate.
0: I can <laughs> <You started>. relate.
1: <laughs> I'm just jumping out of the
0: bandwagon. Like, I'm just ooh. talking about his his injuries and his need for dental you know, surgery and stuff like that. You're going into his inability to be a man and grow some facial hair. <laughs> hey, hey, it's
1: all true. But anyway, just, if you are looking but it's interesting for- that they wanted him to look older, though. Like, I thought, hey, you know, you've you've yeah. got source material. You want someone young, in shape, can act, he can do the stunts. But then, obviously, at some point, decided let's try and get him to look a little bit older. Hmm. I've unintentionally went on a bit of a Tom Holland uh, movie
0: binge for some reason. Um, recently just watched uh, Devil All the Time. Obviously, Tom Holland's in that. Um, this Chaos Walking... Um, and just tonight I watched, uh, what was it, Cherry. And in Cherry, you know, like, they, there's a certain point in the movie where it's like he starts to look a lot older. I don't know if it was prosthetics or the fact they slapped a moustache on him.
1: Also, so we know.
0: <laughs> yeah, he didn't grow that himself.
1: <laughs> <But that's laughs> Might have okay. been CGI, I don't know. We like him. Tom Holland here. And I, I will check out cherry because that's recently just been added to apple tv plus i'll um i'll check yeah.
0: it out i mean like you said like if you've only seen chaos walking and this you know the spider-man and avenger movies it's like yeah he's got a few other things and he's doing he's doing some good stuff doing good stuff um but that's it that's it for our review of chaos walking please go subscribe and download this podcast on soundcloud and apple podcasts
1: and please leave us a review it helps listeners
0: just like you find the podcast
1: we're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That FilmsDew Podcast. And we also have our companion shows, Rewind and Review and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages.
0: All our episodes can be found on our website, thatfilmsdew podcast.com.
1: If you missed it, be sure to check out our recent review of Coming to America. Sounds like Comics have an upcoming episode looking at Wondervision and rewind in review of an upcoming episode revisiting Mortal Kombat from 1995. You've been listening to Jason and Luke, the guys from that film's view. I'll see you soon.